On this episode of Go, the Glow Up Ladies podcast, I am BB. And I'm Spunky. We are missing Joey, but shout out to her whenever yes. she comes back. We, we miss, miss her. You. Come back to us, yes, please. please come back. We want to be three versus the two amigos. Exactly. But um, Spunky has joined us back on the comfy couch. We appreciate her. You know, <laughs> she left us out here. You know? I'm back in my regular position. But she's position. back in this thing. Okay? I feel at home and comfortable. Again. Yeah. So we got some real juicy topics for you guys today. Yes. We're going to touch base on toxicity within the environment. Ooh, say um, that word again. Toxicity Ooh. within your environment at work. As yes. well as we're going to take a break. And then when we come back from that, we're going to touch base on toxicity within your home life. So um, but before we get into those things, I did want to talk about, you know, all this shade that the world has Yikes. been throwing at my girl, Hallie. Yikes. You know, Yikes. like I don't appreciate it because she is going to be the little mermaid under the sea. Oh, my gosh. I used to when I say that was one of my shows that I used to watch consistently when i was a little girl oh my goodness i love little mermaid and what people are confusing is a correlation of a i guess white little mermaid being the only possible little mermaid ever Ever. in life exactly yeah people are even comparing it to tiana and mulan they're like if we were to place that with the white actor for the live performance you guys would have an issue and it's like um correction we did have a a issue but black folks don't do the same thing as um certain white people do because um jasmine and aladdin were sure enough white yeah and on top of the fact that tiana and mulan that was based first of all tiana was a real life story so that was a real life person so of course we have to draw it up as how it was perceived in real yes, life for sure and mulan if you took away the asian background right. it takes away from the whole story exactly but y'all like it can't be a black mermaid exactly first That's- of all mermaids don't exist Exactly. So, so whatever the you want to be. could essentially be anybody. Exactly. But yeah, that's the thing that I don't understand. Like when they were sitting here giving her all the backlash for being the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. I was just like, well, wait a minute. The Aladdin movie just came out, and Jasmine or Aladdin, nor Aladdin was what they the color that they were, they were supposed I had to no be. No idea they weren't the nationality. Of no, the, they were not the nationality that they were that. supposed to be. And I was just like, well, but we're not sitting up here talking exactly. about that. And you see that all the time with Cleopatra. I mean. What was it, Elizabeth Taylor? Yes, she played Cleopatra. Exactly. So it's like, guys, just calm down. Exactly. I mean, we're all here on this earth together. We might as well just get along. Get along. And keep it moving. I agree. Like Because at the same time, it's the best person for the part. If is. they feel like a black person or a Caucasian person or whoever, Asian, Asian Hispanic, person, Hispanic, just wants to, fits the role. Have you best? heard her sing? She it's beautiful guys, go sing, and then this i want to hear the controversy because I this love girl them. i mean she's gonna make do this part so much just i cannot wait to go see it this is i love chloe and hallie they're great if you have not listened to them or seen them on like i watched grownish i love grownish um so if you don't watch that show they're on there like their album is beautiful so i don't understand like the backlash Beyonce. and all the judgment and the shade and all that kind of stuff you can you can stop with it this is a great transition into our tox. What is it? Tox- toxicity. Ooh, toxicity <laughs> of this conversation today. Because I mean, yeah. they're not dealing necessarily on set with the tox 
toxicity. There we go. Hey. There we go. But they have to deal with it, you know, before they even step onto the set. So how do I get my mm-hmm. mind right mentally prepared to yeah. handle this role? Because I have all these other pressures that wouldn't be there if I was of a certain race. That's true. So it's like, you know, just give her a little bit more credit when she killed this. I know she's going to kill it. Oh, and she's I'm definitely going to it. And, and I, I want her to kill it. Me too. I that way she gets to appear to all her haters. Yes. And throw them a big F you. Exactly. So how do you deal with persons in your workplace that are throwing out those toxins, whether that's gossip, whether that's, um, you know, you have to hide from a person, whether that's any of those things that kind of just makes you not want to be in that environment because of the negativity that they're throwing off to you? How do you how do you deal with that? It's tough. It is extremely tough because it goes into your performance. It goes into your attitude. It goes to your whole demeanor and position. I don't feel like you get to be yourself 100% genuine, who you are as the core yeah. when you have all those negative energies around you. I mean, I've been in the situations where it wasn't toxic toxic based on their thoughts and opinions but based on their attitude towards me I mean there have been issues where I guess people had came in with these preconceived notions on who I was or what I stood for or how I interact with people and it just made the environment for me in a negative situation and it's really crazy because you really don't realize how bad a situation is until you get into a good one yeah that's so true and it just made me realize and think when people are in toxic, even relationships, and they don't really see it until they get out of them, and we're just looking on the outside, we're like, "Why don't you see? Why don't you understand?" Yeah. It's like yeah. you may not understand a certain situation until you For get sure. into the good one. Yeah. So, so but true. at the end of the day, how would you define a toxic person? Because some people may not know. You may not even know that. Oh, oh I'm the toxic sure. person. For so sure. I want to know. So the word toxining toxicity is a little different, um, but essentially they mean the same thing. So we're going to go off the noun, which is toxicity. And um, it's basically the quality state or relative degree of being poisonous, Mm. measuring the toxicity level of like soil or something like that in a science perspective. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go with the second definition, it's an extremely harsh, malicious or harmful quality. Mm -hmm. So you as a person can be extremely harsh. You can be malicious as well as you can be, you can do harm to another person and you don't even know that you're doing that and you're affecting that person. Mm. And some people even know that, but they continue to do it because one, they're jealous, two, they're a hater, mm-hmm. three, they just don't like that person. Right. So there's several different thing reasons why somebody is toxic to another individual, mm-hmm. um, regardless if it's in the workplace or later when we talk about the topic of relationships um, in your personal life. Wow, that's very interesting because a lot of times when you get that negative energy, you're always like, well, what did I do? Yeah. Like, why is this person coming for me Mm -hmm. in this particular instance? I haven't done anything to him. I mean, I've had not necessarily several situations, but I have had several situations that amount to this. And I'm just like, I don't understand it. I don't like the feeling. Yeah. But would you say that you are a confrontational person? Because I don't mind confronting people in certain instances. I would say yes and no, um, because there are times where I would like to confront you and give you some type of feedback on how I'm feeling about something. But at the same time, I would like to avoid certain situations because I'm like, I don't really want to get into this or nor that I have time to get into this with you, because sometimes people aren't worth your time (sighs) and your energy and your efforts to even provide you anything. So, like, you know, sometimes you just need to be like, "Eh." 
you know what? I'm good on you. Exactly. And just take the situation for what it was and just move on from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think of a specific example. Can you think of a time where you just couldn't understand why someone was bringing so much negativity towards you? Like, was it a situation where you were their friend or you befriended them at work and then they turn into this person you're trying to figure out how to get away? Because, you know, at work, I mean, you're there more than you are at home. So how do you even separate yourself from the I guess you take lunch at a different time versus them. I mean, like, what? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I had, like, a friend and then they became toxic in the workplace. But I would say that I had a specific individual that I had to work with on a daily basis close Mm. to um, who became toxic towards me. Um, When I worked at XServe in Atlanta, there was a specific individual. I'm not going to say any names but it was a specific individual who I believe like she was kind of out for me from the get-go and um, we worked on a project together and when we worked on the project together it was all great you know she had nothing but great things to say about me you know give me feedback help me out things of that nature but once we got off that project together from there she started throwing me under the bus CCing me I mean CCing um, my my manager and my boss I hate the CC exactly you know we had this conversation before unspoken rule of just don't do it exactly i'm like you're trying to throw me under the bus by cc'ing my manager when you could have just provided me that feedback individually and so like she would do stuff like that and she and i feel like ever since then it was like little things anytime that i was just not on my p's and q's like you know because i didn't know something or whatever she would definitely be the one to call me out and tell other people to call me out and so it just became a trend and i feel like she's one of the reasons why i lost my job at that company to be honest people that are listening to this that and you're the toxic person just know that karma is real yes so you may have won this small little battle and it may not affect you but you may have kids yes, you may have a nephew exactly. may have a friend of yeah. a friend you'll be like dang why is he in a situation like this oh for why sure. are these people being so unfair to him mm-hmm. because of what you did yeah for that sure. is just not right at all. It's not right. Because never would I sit up here and do that to an individual. Like, I'm not about to sit up here and tattletale on you to a manager when I can personally tell you. Exactly. Because not, I'm not going to go to a manager until I've told you umpteen times. Umpteen times. And you disregarded me. And on top of that, you exactly. got disrespected exactly. when That's I gave the you the one. feedback. That's the big one. That's what the issue would be with me. That's the big where one. Where I would have to include a manager in. Exactly. But I'm not about to sit up here and call you out and throw no. you under the bus. But you know what, BB? That's because you're secure here yeah, within your position like she saw you as a threat oh for sure so it's like she let me eliminate to. the threat that's what i'm saying you know and hey two chains said threat 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 yeah like, you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it, it is what it is <laughs> like, that's exactly right what, i'm a threat to society i mean like that's the only reason that's why the only people are justifying you in the right. environment and because they're not gonna sit up here and do that to you if they didn't see you as a threat right right and i I sort of have been in like situations where, you know, it's been like friends and it may have been more organization, a piece more so than a work environment. My friend is like, oh, my God, I just love her. Like, she's yes. just so awesome. She does so great things. And I'm thinking this person has been the meanest person to me. Right. She has never made eye contact. She never gave me any positive feedback. Right. And it's no shades to my friend, but maybe she didn't view you as the same threat as she viewed me. True. And it's just unfair because you want to see people for face value mm-hmm. and like them. And I mean, I don't feel like anybody or 
any normal minded person would go into a situation wanting people to hate them. I never wanted anyone to hate me. Oh, for sure. And honestly, I feel like I overcompensate sometimes mm-hmm. to make people know that that's not who I am as a person. Because yeah. I, I get a lot of perception. Like, I got a lot of people that I'll meet and they'll be like, oh my God, I thought you were this way. Yeah. And you're totally the total opposite of what I thought. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just basing it off of perception mm-hmm. alone. You haven't been giving me a chance. Yeah. That's and true. It's, it's not fair. And I feel like those people that were in those situations mm-hmm. where they saw you and they were thinking oh you know she's smart oh my god you know she's attractive like oh yeah. my god people like her like i will never forget i was in a situation with a job and i mean we would have weekly meetings where she was supposed to give back feedback of what was going on my mm-hmm. progression all these things when i tell you it was no negative comments no negative issues no problems and when she would get when i would send my work when she would send my work to some of the higher ups oh my god i've been looking for this this is a yeah. great product this is exactly mm, what i needed that's exactly what, they what i do. want but to my direct manager mm. i'm the worst person on earth see i mean i'm the scum of the earth it's like i'm the bottom of the shoe yep. that's just not capable not mentally prepared not just anything and I just I mean that comes to time though where you have to know who you are as a person because if you mm-hmm. let them as toxic people who have their own insecurities bring that on you you're you're gonna be in a world of hurt because you're thinking you're inadequate and yeah. it's not you it's them exactly and it's just like sometimes toxic people come in a positive light they could be the nicest person to you man literally the nicest person to you but can be totally manipulative yes and they'll take everything and use that against you yes or if not use it against you tell somebody else to use it against you so you also have to work you have to look out for people who are trying to kind of like use you in a sense um because again you can think that you're a best friend yeah and they and it's so funny because even like we're gonna listen to best friend just goes to the ground root of it when you were bringing certain friends around your parents mm-hmm. and your parents would be like you know i'm just not yeah. feeling that particular person you'd be like what no yes. they have a birth yes. like they're my yes. friends exactly. like no yes. and it's like mom and dad they've been here like right. they, they already they know they see. catch it off yes. guard off rip they just like they peep nah. the body language yeah. and the little sub comments they yes. peep all of that and you just being a likable person mm-hmm. and, and being denial thinking, at the time exactly. you just be like oh no what are you talking what about my mean? friend yes what do you mean it's no yeah. way yeah and you know i just think that that's one of the beauties of getting older because you get to see some of the same people exactly. over and over again so when you and i and i prayerfully hopefully do never have to experience those situations again but we'll see it on the onset and we'll be able to cut mm-hmm. it off before it even gets to the point of you know separation from the company or us yeah. having to part ways because we would have taken it on the on the head and so sure. what are some of the ways to even deal with these people though it's like if you know someone is kind of not necessarily out to get you in life but out to get you in your profession where they don't even want you there they don't want you to succeed like how yeah. do you even deal with that well i mean i guess it depends on like what they're doing like if they're say for instance lying on you then of course you if you have evidence like or receipts as people Mm -hmm. say if you have the receipts (laughs) you can always sit up here and show people the real truth about like who you are it's like hey if they're lying to you about you know to your manager you can always go to your manager and say you know hey I don't know what that person told you, but these receipts say otherwise. Right. So I have the evidence right. here to prove to you that, hey, whatever that person is talking to you about, they lying or yes. whatever. But if you have somebody who's just, you know, throwing you under the bus or doing other things, to me, I feel like if you're 
not a confrontational person, the best thing, even if you are not, is to go to that individual and inform them and let them know like, hey, I see what you're doing. You don't have to sit up here and do it in a negative way. Like you right. don't have to, you know, call them out their name. You don't have to do all that kind of stuff, but right. it's to provide them that feedback and like, I see what you're doing and I don't appreciate what you're doing. And if you continue doing what you're doing, then we may have other words or other different avenues to sit up here and fix this problem. To resolve it. To resolve it. Or you could just let it go and be like, well, you know, karma, like you said, yeah. whatever you sit up here and what you've done to me will do unto you. Yeah. So like, you know, it's different ways that I feel like you can, you know, go about it. Sometimes I sit up here and be like, man, bump you. You ain't even worth my time. Yes. But then there's times where I'm like, man, I should have said something. I know I should have said some more comment because I mean, do you feel like the toxic people don't know what they're doing? Would you give them that far of the benefit of the doubt? Sometimes, but most of the time, I feel like people know what they're I doing. I feel like they're very strategic. I, I really feel doing. like some people are strategic. Like, they know exactly what they're doing at that given time. They might not know how it affects you, mm -hmm. but they definitely know what they're doing in order to get you. It's just a part of their plan to get you either out the door, get you out of that position, get somebody to sit up here and throw you under the bus. You know, things. I feel like yes. it's all a part of their plan to sit up here and be like, oh, okay. I want her spot. So this is what I'm going to have to right. do. Right. Or I'm afraid there. that she's coming from my spot. Cause in my particular mm -hmm. position, the lady was going on a maternity leave. So, you know, she's mm -hmm. thinking this lady going to be in my office when I, when get, I back. get back yes. and I can't have that. She right. got to go. Exactly. She got to go. So I had to discredit yeah. her work before I even leave here. Exactly. And it just really wasn't a fair environment. Mm -hmm. I am so glad and blessed to be out of it. Because like I said, you didn't oh, realize I agree. how bad it was. So you got out of it into a different space where someone is willing to coach you up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and teach you how things are exactly. and not have this super egregious expectation of your level of performance when you're just walking in the door. I mean, I, exactly. I just look back on the experience and it was one for the books. It was one that I would take with me always because you really, I, that really could have destroyed my whole confidence yeah. in working. Exactly. That's it so really could have made me feel like I was just the most inadequate person like on earth. And I don't feel mm -hmm. like that's right. I don't feel like, you know, I always keep this quote in mind. I'm just like, people may forget who you are and they may forget how you're name they may forget everything about you but they would never, never forget, how, forget how you made you feel that's like so that's true. a real thing like so if i ever see people at zoe's i'm a, no i'm just playing <laughs> you coming for no, i'm just playing i'm joking <laughs> you know what the person that i am i'll be hey oh my god how no, it's you gonna doing be that, that cookie incident it was, no no i'm not gonna do something cookie though <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to be nice. Because at the end of the day, those people have their own insecurities. They have to know it that is. that's not about you. It's about them. It is. Like, it really is it nothing is. that you did in particular. It's just they came in with their own kind of thoughts and perceptions, and they put that off on you. And I'm, I'm sorry for other people that experienced this. And, you know, have you had a difference as far as, like, levels, like, when you're working mostly with women versus, like, a more diverse of, like, women and men? Or have men been your better managers? Like, how would you? Um, I guess it differs. Um, I have had differences with the women. Most time when I get thrown under the bus, it is by a woman. Facts. Um, so women do better women do do that so um now as far as a man a man will pull you to the side and be like hey man, it's so crazy you know yes this is you suck or right whatever. you know <laughs> you like, could have done a better you job, done a better job. Yes. but a woman is going to see passive aggressive about the it CEO, right that's the thing the they'll manager. see you to the top of the darn thing until you out women do better man so it's do just better. like you know I would say the women have to do better. They're very passive aggressive when they it comes are. to the whole 
you know, trying to give you feedback. And when it's one on one, it's not the same no. feedback as when it's other people involved. Yeah. That's my issue. Yeah. So it's like I don't I understand mean, that's true. it. Like, and plus, I have received feedback from a manager before. Like in person, it was totally different from what it was when they actually wrote it down on paper. Oh, most definitely. And it's just like whoa, whoa, whoa. Most definitely. It's like it's when did we like, get here? Yes. I'm like, so why didn't you not feel the the need to tell me this in person? Because I would have appreciated more when you would have told me oh, up yeah. front Definitely. versus you telling me on the back end, yes. talking about something, I'm this and that. Yes. Now I feel like you're throwing shade, my right. dude, a, a girl. Right. Like, I don't appreciate exactly. that. Exactly. It, it won't come from a positive. It won't. Like, I don't feedback. assume in posi- positive no. intent at, at that all. point, I'm thinking, oh, you, you just want me out of here. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't. At that point, I'm just like, I, I tone out. I have to, to defend myself. I tone this. Yes, no, I'm going to defend myself like that to too. the wit's ends because I know who I am in my core. Mm-hmm. And none of these oh, factors yeah. Oh, yeah. apply like, to who I am. If somebody's sitting up here saying I'm something that I'm not, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you're not going to tell me something that I'm not. Like, I know for a fact that's not me. Right. So don't sit up here and tell me that that's me. Yes, you can say, you know, whatever. You can come up with this thing in your head. And I definitely, I don't not take a feedback well. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes I'm just like, no. Because you have to. Because people will make you feel as though Less you're. Than. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, it's all because they're insecurity. So it's yeah. like, if I don't believe in myself and I just take whatever you say at face value, yeah. that's a disservice to me. Mm-hmm. And then some people, how about those people who can wrap it around to make it seem like it is something that you need to work on. And it's just like, you know, you'll go into the conversation like, oh man, I ain't this, I'm not that, I'm not that. And then they'll sit up here and just take the conversation and switch it right on back on to you. You weren't even prepared to defend yourself on that level. Mm -hmm. And I think later that's when you be thinking, oh my God, I should have said this. Yeah. But that shows you though, they've been doing that for a very Uh long time. That ain't their first radio rodeo. Mm-hmm. Like they have been doing it to several people, so you yeah. caught off guard because you never thought like that. Right. So you, you over here going to a part yes. where you agreeing with them at mm-hmm. one at some point, and you're, and you're like, just oh, like, okay, it's I just can. like, okay, I can see this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And yes. then all of a sudden, when you take yourself outside of the conversation and and look back into it, you just like, right. no, what, right? What, that's not me. That's not me. What are that's you talking like about? How did I even agree with you there? Exactly. So that's all manipulation. About, yes. That's that manipulation yes. that we were referring to earlier. Yes. When it comes, I do want to mention. I was reading this article that really kind of like gives you seven seven different types of Mm -hmm. toxins within an environment Mm -hmm. and number one was the conversational narcissist and that has you know have you ever been talking to someone who keeps interrupting oh my gosh it's the worst because one you're not listening yes you're not listening if you cut me off at every corner everything i say you're not listening but you're thinking to respond for sure and everybody's it gets to that point in life you know especially when you're like really heated in the moment oh, yeah, you're just sure. like oh i can care less about what you what you're saying yeah you know this I is what it is like, this, this is, is what fact. i have to you say you talking that bs <laughs> so everybody can be a quote-unquote narcissist at right. some point but overall if you're trying to grow in life yes, you need to take key. some type of feedback you have to you have to you, you have, have to be able to receive it this is true the second one is the straight jacket the straight jacket is someone who wants to control everything and mm. everyone around them. Mm. Mm. Like so that means they gotta get little minions mm, in the group. Like yes. I, I gotta manipulate not only yes. you, but I gotta get some people in my circle to back e- me up exactly. on what I'm saying. Exactly. They gotta control you. So like regardless of what you're trying to do, if that's it up here and get a promotion. Yes. If that's in up here um just trying to get better at yes. the position that you're in. Right. 
but they're sitting up here like, no, no, no. Right. Let me tell you what you're not going to do. Yes. You're not going to get that promotion. Right. Right. Or uh, if you do, it's going to be because of me. So oh, I want you to know. Oh, there we go. It's because of me. That's it. So I need you to rely solely on me. Anything I tell you to do, you better do it. It's like exactly. being hazed or all over again. you're going to sit up here and think you're ready for that promotion, but I'm going to tell you something else. Oh, my And I'm going to be gosh. like, no, 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 I don't think you're ready for that. Man. I don't think, I think you should try again. Yes. You know, I, I think you should try a little later. You know? Yes. Things You don't like have that. enough experience. Because when I came through, mm. I had this, this, exactly. this, Exactly. And, and it's like, bro, but you may not have had some other factors exactly. that I had going Your for myself. Your journey is not my journey. It's nice. You hear me? It's not so it's just like oh my god things this like is that like really hitting home because yes. i feel like anyone that listens to this podcast or you and i listen on this couch, it's just you have been through this in some sort of fashion whether it's mm-hmm. in school whether it's working your yes. first job out whether it's several years out mm-hmm. because in the day any position you go to it's gonna be people that's been there forever for sure and they're gonna have that mentality and you oh, need to know yes. it when you see it because you, sure. you can uh, you can appreciate it differently it's like okay i hear what you're saying but i'm doing it anyway exactly like, exactly exactly no the third one is emotional moocher an emotional moocher also is known as a spiritual vampire Mm. because they tend to suck the positivity out of you or bleed you emotionally dry okay you gotta be careful that one right there gotta be careful protect your space and you know what? Those type of people come from the high, come for the high spirited uh-huh. people, the yes. people that have all the energy that yes. people are drawn to. Let me mm-hmm. suck that out of you. Oh yeah, to you where, too happy. Yes. Why are you so happy? Why are you always smiling? What? Like why you like? No, I'm a, I'm a damper your spirit yes. today. Yes. Like no, you're not about to damper my spirit. Right. Get the heck up out my circle. Right. Like, exactly. Keep them squares about your circle. Yes. Yeah. Do it. You know? Rocco said it. And Rocco, Future said it. Rocco, you know? I'm sorry, Future and Rocco song. <laughs> <laughs> the next person is a drama magnet. Some toxic oh people gosh. are magnets for drama. Yes. Something is always wrong. Always. You cannot come a day without having to hear something that, that happened that particular day. Yes. Do you feel like people want the attention or is it like a pity party being thrown? I think it's a little bit of both. Some people really want the attention because they ain't got nothing else to talk about because mm. their life sucks. Mm. And then some people, I just feel like, you know, they do want a pity party because their life sucks. But the thing is, though, BB, I feel like you and I both. So on days I have bad days, you may never know. Yeah. I'm going to be the same happy-go-lucky person. You may not even understand that yeah. what happened before I got here. I may, have yeah. I may have like had the worst morning ever, but it's just something in me to like just push through that. I don't want to put down somebody else. You know, it could be somebody else's best day of their life, mm-hmm. and you sit up here pouring in all the negativity, and it's just not right. Yeah, and I feel like... I feel like people do that sometimes because of course they don't know how to sit up here and assess the situation that they're in mm. so they're just like okay i need somebody to know oh, like okay. i need somebody to know for maybe they I can see. help me yeah you know because sometimes i feel like it is a cry for help I see. and then sometimes i feel like it is a, you know the, the attention that they're yeah. seeking because they want they want to get out the situation Definitely. or some people are just really negative and they're that's all they negative. really want to talk about is be that's negative how they grew up yeah. you know they woke up to negativity yeah, they exactly so that's what work. they're used to so yes. they're just like so it's almost like a second nature to them and that's it's not it. a bad thing to them or that's they don't it. know that they're doing you it have to be careful man because mm-hmm. in that instance you don't even know maybe in yeah. some instance that you're being toxic yeah because that's just true. what you do exactly that's what I'm saying like sometimes you don't know like sometimes when i'm complaining i don't realize that i'm actually complaining right but 
it, you don't do it often enough though to for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're complaining, it's like a really big deal. Yeah. Like this is what I'm saying. Like some people care about certain things more than others. That's true. So like because one person is complaining about it, and the other person may be looking at you like. It's not that big of a deal. Calm down. Yeah, calm down. But the other, to, to you as an individual, you're just like, yeah. nah. Right. This is a big deal. You you know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, like, you know, I guess it just is to each his own at that point in time. Mm. Huh? But yeah. So, the fifth person is a JJ. My friends and I spot a JJ from a mile away, and I want to show you how to as well. A JJ is a jealous, judgmental Ooh. person. And people have those all the time. Oh and it happens a lot in the workplace, to be honest. Because, you know, when you, of course, are looking to have a certain position or you're looking to be in a certain place in your career, but yes. you're not there and somebody else has that and you're trying to obtain it, you're also looking at them kind of like in a envious way, Definitely. but also in a jealous not so much judgmental but jealous manner right and so like your actions speak a lot about yourself like you could be jealous and be quiet but you can also be jealous and loud yeah and if you're jealous and loud then that other individual knows what you got going on and therefore they're just like ooh. I don't, right. I don't want your negative energy around Definitely. me. You doing the most. Like, you can have my position, boo. I don't care. Like, right. I mean, like, my thing is, it goes back to, like, not necessarily golden rule, but just how I operate in life where you cannot be mad at somebody during their winning season. Oh, for sure. Like, that's their winning season. Yeah. Yours is coming, but it won't come because you're being so negative. Yes. Like, God can't even bless you. And yes. maybe you don't believe in God. You have to believe in some instance of karma. Yeah. Maybe we can put it on that. Where if someone is just winning, 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 and you thinking, oh, this will never happen to me. So let me damper mm -hmm. their moves. Let me bring them back down to earth. And it's yes. not about that. Yeah. Like if anything, if you're not going to say anything positive, just don't say nothing at all. Say congratulations right. and say move on. Say congratulations and move on. Exactly. Because I mean, you can say whatever negative things you want to say afterwards, but to that individual, you need to sit up here and give them all the praise. Definitely. Because guess what? You didn't get it. You didn't get it. At this point in time. At but that point, doesn't mean that you're not going to get doesn't. it. It doesn't. And so, you, it may be of a better situation situation when you do finally get that and you don't know what this person has gone through yeah. before they got it like people That's the biggest thing. always forget that like when mm. they see other people doing great things you don't know what they did yeah. or it what they had easy to sacrifice to forget, though. it's it definitely easy to forget because you don't see that you're just like i was working it hard is. too i'm great i don't see why they don't no. see me no. but at the same time it is a time and a place for everything. And just because it's not your season right now does not mean your Doesn't season mean, is not coming. I mean, there has to be artists who envy Beyonce. Oh, yeah. But when you see Kelly Rowland that. Did. Yeah, I mean it's only natural. Even though I love Kelly, I know, this, and it's you know. like I want to be her in real life, right? But oh, I mean, right. your sister or your best friend has just exactly. gone over to these new heights, and your career hasn't necessarily gotten mm -hmm. there. But what is Beyonce's sacrifice? You know, Beyonce exactly. is back in the lab. Yeah, what two weeks, four weeks after giving birth to twins? Look, you weren't with me shooting in the gym. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't like. I love that she does those documentaries to show people of her progression of yeah, how she got exactly. to Coachella. I totally. Because because if you just see Coachella, you just think, oh, she just walked in there one day and she just danced. And then, right. you know, we're yeah. here. And it's exactly. like, no, exactly. she spent time away from her twin. Like, you see mm -hmm. her. Her twins come in after she's exactly. been at work yeah. for 10, 12 hours. Yeah. So when you see these people and on a more real life, everyday level, when you see people excelling, like, what have they given up for those mm -hmm. positions? Like, you can't be mad at people. All right. Number six is the fibber. 
I had a lot of liars in my life. Oh my Before gosh. I learned human lie detection. How did, liars, what is it? fibers, exaggerator. Exagger- man, I, what's worse, a liar, a fibber, or exaggerator? <sighs> I exaggerate. I'm with you. Well, that's because you're extra. That's, that's not an exaggeration. Like, to me, yes, exaggeration is. is saying, you know, I got a one-story house. Bro, I got I got 10 rooms. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a whole yeah, garage. Okay, you okay, okay that's true. I am extra. You're extra. But I'm not an exaggerator. Exactly. Exaggerator is Because like I'm not that type of person who wants to sit up here and make things more grandiose than what they are. Because right. like I'm not going to sit up here and, and lie to you or exaggerate. Definitely. Like, oh, I got this house. Oh, I got a big old house that thing got like five, <laughs> five, you know, ten bedrooms. No, no. I'm so going to tell you exactly what it is. How do they equate like exaggeration and what was the other two? Liars and fibers. Liars and fibers. Like how is that all correlate? I mean, I feel like because of, if you're exaggerating, again, you are lying. It's just, of course, a kind of heightened and a more vibrant type of lie. Um, when mm. you're a fibber. Uh, that's a little white lies is that yeah, what a fibber yeah. is yeah I guess a fibber would be like more of a, like a white lie mm. yeah and then a liar is just somebody who just bluntly lies to you like you know the fact but yet they're telling you the opposite right and those all those three though can be found out very quickly because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very intuitive person I may not say a lot I may not let you know you mm-hmm. know you may keep on with your little story and charade I'm gonna right. feed into it I'm like oh what the lawyer gonna come that's down. dope Attorney you know I'm, I'm gonna give you just no rope <laughs> and I'm gonna string you right by. because I'm gonna <laughs> call you I'm gonna call you be like yo two months later I'm gonna be yes. like ah you said you said didn't yes you and I'm gonna do my fact check behind you so yes. whatever you saying if Those I have receipts, to reach they gonna come out exactly so like just you stop yeah and the social media has made the world so small in regards mm-hmm. to who knows who it's like you can fact check so easily oh yeah like so you can just and then you can catch it. people in a lie sometimes like I'm not really good at lying to be honest no. so like you can tell when somebody's lying to you no because like they'll start sitting up here and be like um yeah right or their facial expressions will tell it all definitely so. definitely and i think mine will correlate more so in school like when you ask somebody yo you study for this test or what mm-hmm. all elements did you focus on i think that was just the worst and the yeah. most like i mean i don't understand your purpose and even exaggerating or lying in yeah. regards to setting habits like because we right. all could have won like true. It, it wasn't a sense of you doing it right by when, when people lie about little small things yeah. it's just like what you lying I for definitely don't trust you on the big stuff exactly so then it's just like why are you always why are you always <laughs> lying <laughs> Like, why are you always exactly, lying? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't like, get it. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one is a tank. A tank crushes everything in its path. Mm. A human tank is always right, doesn't take anyone else's feelings or ideas into account, and constantly puts themselves first. So y'all number 45 prison is what you're oh. saying. Yes. <laughs> that's a whole other different topic. He is a tank for real. Man, we ain't even going in on that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but those people, he is in individually. They they are toxic people. Toxic. Like, if you're sitting up here trying to run over everybody that you sit up here and, and is in your in your path, that sucks. You ain't helping nobody. It's lonely at the top. It is. So it's like at the same time you got there, but 
what did you do who, to get there? Right. And who's going to protect and have your back while you in that position? Nobody. Because Nobody. you ran me over. Nobody. If you run me over, that's it. I don't, me and you exactly. not friends. <laughs> We're not friends. And then you have enemies. Yes. So, you know, you're in exactly. this top position, but you can't even trust anybody while you're up exactly. there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, like, it's cool to be a winner. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to achieve. But if you running over people in order to get there, I don't even want to play with you no more. No. You got it. it. I'm glad you got there. Yes. But guess what? We I don't even like you. No. No, like because you. and I'm not willing to do those things to get into that position. Cause I just feel like yeah. I don't know if this is just naive. You know, both of us come from pretty good households where we were kind of afforded different yeah. privileges growing up. So I don't For know sure. if it's just a naive naivety when it comes to thinking that everything's gonna work out. Yeah, I was I know, right? To. So it's like exactly. yo, you may win yeah. this battle, but the mm-hmm. war, I'm coming. Like oh, and yeah. I'm not gonna have to sell my soul yes. to get it. That's true. I'm just I'm not. I just That's feel true. like I don't know, like I said, I don't know if there's like God implanted or mm-hmm. just instilled from a strongly family background. It's just it, everything's gonna be okay. And I don't have to cut people out. down to make yes. myself up higher. If anything, I'm trying to build people up. Definitely. I'm trying to bring you with me. You Definitely. say you're trying to do what I'm trying to do. Come on, let's go. Yes, and I'm gonna show you how it's exactly. done. Exactly. I'm gonna put you on my back. We're gonna ride this together. Exactly. You know, and that be me being, you know, naive as well, like you said. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not here to sit up here and tear everybody down. No. I'm trying to build you up. No. I'm trying to get you to where I'm going. No, because I, I do firmly believe in karma. And I think that the negative energies you put out in, in the universe is gonna come back to you. It just this is. is. You can't do all bad things and expect all positive things to come back to you. So when you're being a toxic person, when you're trying to take advantage of a situation, because honestly, like I said, I think toxic people kind of seek out people who are, I guess, middle of the road yeah. or just happy-go-lucky people, mm-hmm. because in their eyes, you're a target. You're a oh, prey. Oh, for sure. If if you if somebody will, if you look like you are uh, somebody that can be ran over, oh, they'll run over you. Yeah. Regardless. Definitely. But don't confuse our happy-go-luckers yeah. for like, I guess, real not necessarily punks, but just yeah, for sure. not assertive people. Because yeah. I feel like you can be a positive person, but still mm-hmm. assertive. And I'm going to hold my ground. Yeah, that's true. And we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Because, I mean, I just think that sometimes toxic people may or may not think that you're just going to sit there and lay over. Mm-hmm. And you're that's not going to have anything to say about it. I'm not it. about to play dead, no, okay? No. You're not about to run Don't over let me. smile fool you. You know? No. I'm a nice person, but... Huh. I can I can definitely exactly exactly so what, what what do we have coming up next so what we oh I want to shout out scienceofpeople.com for those definitely Ooh, um, number seven uh, number seven those seven those number seven <laughs> those seven <laughs> all they did was number seven one through six BB came up with <laughs> talk about toxic people dude. right so shout out to scienceofpeople.com for Appreciate those you. seven topics Thank you. so Change we're going to take game. a break and come back and we're going to have the you cute segment about 20 different tips to go on a trip with Bay. The essentials with that you should Bae. bring. So instead of talking about toxic people, we're going to talk about something fun. We're going to talk about something Yay! fun. We're going to sit up here no and do way. a positive note Bae-cation. and make it a little lighter. Yes. And, you know, for all those going on vacation soon. Ooh. So take a break, but don't go nowhere because we got those topics and those tips for you coming up.
All righty. So, so for all those people who love to go on vacation like I do and who like, you know, we're not talking about the family trips. We're not talking about our girl or guy trips. We're talking about vacation with bay or vacation as we want to call it okay and so we're going to talk about those travel essentials that you need whenever you go on this trip with bay because you can't come half stepping you need everything in your suitcase that you actually need to survive on this trip i don't care if you've been on vacation several times it's different you know i don't care if you've been on vacation this is your first time these are the 20 essential styling tips that you'll need for the trip yes okay okay so the first one is deodorant and perfume you need to smell good okay and this is relative if you're going with any person, guy, girl, whoever it is, you need to smell good. You need your deodorant. You need your perfume or your cologne. Okay. Got to smell good. Got to have it. Next you need, if you're a woman, you need your feminine products. And when I say feminine products, I'm talking about tampons and pads. You never know, you know, you not, you don't want to go on a trip when you on your cycle. You know, we do not want red light district for real. (laughs) We really don't. But if that's how you get down, get down like that. But you always need it just in case, you know, you have that kind of that that moment and that cycle comes. And on. you're just like on an island. They don't have yeah, Walgreens. Exactly. So you you need to bring those things. It is essential. So make sure you bring it. Next is a swimsuit. OK, we want to get our sexy on. We want to be cute. We want to show some skin, some leg, you there know, you whatever. Even if the place that you're going to does not have a beach. It's probably going to have a pool of some sort. So go ahead and take advantage of that and show some skin, okay? Next, you want to do some sexy lingerie. Everybody's going to have that night where, you know, you want to get it on and popping. Exactly. You want (laughs) to sit up here and give your man or your lady a show. And sexy lingerie is definitely a way to do that. Number five would be sexy nightwear. So this is a little different. You got your sexy nightwear Mm -hmm. and then you got your lingerie. So the lingerie may be a a time where, you know, you may come in with uh, just kind of think of Victoria's Secret. Your sexy lingerie is something that you just wear at the night. Just have like a nice little nightcap, drinking some wine, being cute, showing a little leg, showing a little skin Mm -hmm. to get you ready for that lingerie or just no clothes at all. Okay. Hey. So keep that in mind. You want to always have some nice, if you don't want to be too sexy because that's not your thing, just have some nice nightwear. Number six would be contraceptives slash birth control. There you go. So all those people, we want you to wrap it up. We want you to be safe. So if you don't use condoms or any type of birth, I mean, or any type of uh, female or male condom, if you're a woman, at least be on birth control. You know, if you don't do neither whatever just just wrap it up be safe you know protect yourself whatever just have a good time have that protection if need be next is medicine you gotta have some medicine um regardless of what happens you could break off and break out in hives um if you're allergic to something um you can have a headache you can eat the wrong foods just have that medicine just in case things happen because when you are traveling you're not doing your norm so anything can happen thanks Number eight is a date night outfit. This is the most important number on the list. Yes. Date night outfit. You have to have something to be cute, y'all. Okay. Remember, this is the you cute sis segment. So I want you to be cute and you have to have the outfit. So you want to have on some heels. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to have, you may want to show a little skin 
And I, when I say a little skin, I may say some legs, Ooh. you know, have some legs out. You yes. may even want to have a little thigh meat out, there just a go. little, not a lot of thigh meat. You don't want to be jiggling, <laughs> you know. You may want to show your shoulders, have that clavicle, that collarbone out, you hey. know. You know, and you may want to even show a little cleavage, you yeah. know, have a little lace on, you know. It's you want to be bae. sensual and sensual for bae, bae, okay? Remember, date night outfit is the most essential part of this list, okay? Number nine would be makeup. You know, all our ladies and gents who like to be beat, make sure you have your makeup, okay? For sure. Got to have your makeup. Next would be toiletries. Got to have all your toiletries. So regardless of what you're trying to do, you got to have your lotions. You got to have, you know, your face soap. wash. Soap. Yeah, exactly. We, we, you we can't be ranky dank. You yes. got to smell good. You have to have the essentials for that. Number 11 would be a phone charger. You got to have your phone charger. Oh, yeah. Okay? Because we want to take pictures while we're on a trip with Bang. Bang. Okay? <laughs> so if you got a dead phone, you can't sit up here and take pictures with Bay. Okay? Other than that, leave your phone, put your phone down, live in the moment. Number 12 would be a small purse or a clutch. You don't really need to have a big bag um, when you're on a vacation. Small travel size purse would be great. The big bag would only be essential when you're going on your plane. That's it. Okay? Just have something cute, small, and very cute at all times. Next 13 would be hairstyling tools. You got to have your hair done, you know? If you have a, if it's a brush, if it's a hair wand, if it's a flat iron, if it's some rollers, whatever, just make sure you bring those. 14 would be sunscreen. Regardless if you're going on a beach, sunscreen is always good to have because you want to protect your skin. Definitely. Black folks, just remember, you, need it you just will burn. Much, yes. We get skin cancer, we get skin anybody cancer else. just as much as anybody else. Definitely. Razor. You know, for all the girls who don't sit up here and get that wax done or that sugaring, because I get sugared. I don't get waxed. Wax. You get waxed? Yes. Well, you, have you ever tried the sugar? No, but we'll talk about this off air. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, um, you know, you want to be nice and clean for, for Bay. you know? You know? Just clean it up for your legs, your underarms, your cootie cat. You know, all those different love things. Love below. Cootie cat. Okay, whatever. You and this love below. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> grandma. So she called me grandma. <laughs> 16 would be comfy shoes. I'm pretty sure you're going to do some type of walking on this vacation. Oh, yes, so definitely. you definitely need comfy shoes. A nice sneaker, a nice, you know, comfy sandals, because sandals can be comfy just mm -hmm. as much as the tennis shoe can be. Um, so just know you're not walking around wherever you're going in heels. Be comfortable because definitely. you're going to walk right into this life that you're trying to have hey, with this person. Yes. Okay. Number 17 is a good playlist. You know, whenever you're trying to get them intimate moments, mm -hmm. you know, you may need some uh, some um, some music, some tunes yes. to sit up and, here. And, you know, DJ and BB it. and DJ Spunky. Exactly. We can help you, can help you uh, with those playlists. You OK. And so, and even if they get on your nerves, you could tune them out with this playlist, too. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Number 18 would be snacks. While you're doing all this comfortable walking and these comfortable shoes and you're traveling around and seeing all these beautiful sights and living in the moment. You might get hungry. Definitely. Grab you some snacks. Granola okay. bar. Granola bar. Exactly. Um, 19. We're almost done with our list. 19 will be your first aid kit. You never know what's going to happen again. You could literally fall, scrape your knee, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. You know, we don't want this to happen. But again, 
anything can happen. First aid kit would always be essential. And the last thing, and one of the most important as well, other than the date night outfit, would be an open mind. Please have an open mind when you're going on this trip with Bay. Yes. Please try to live in the moment. Um, just 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 live in that moment and have a good time yes. so remember these are the trip essentials with bay on a vacation regardless if it's first time or not these are what you're gonna have and remember at every time at all time you cute sis bb i just want to say how awesome that 20 for 20 was in regards to vacation <laughs> yes 20 for I 20 i think it was so helpful i mean like this is the perfect time to talk about it yes everyone. and it was a great break from the toxicity because i feel like we got a little tense we here, did you know? we did get a little tense we were reminiscing yes. exactly. you know about well man yeah. about the certain issues and just dealing with people in and general. how trifling some people can be in the workplace so you know we hit on how to deal with them or just some issues that we had in filling people in a work environment but what happens if you find that your family or friends fit this same kind of i guess description or narrative i mean how do you manage that situation differently or do you manage it differently than you would versus someone that you work with when it's someone that's like your friend or close friend or family member who have those same characteristics yeah first of all i want to say thank you for shouting me out about the you cute segment because i don't think i said it. you know thank you sure. um but to answer that question i feel like when it comes to a friend or a family member and they're toxic it hits a little closer to home there and it affects you bit different than somebody that's in the workplace because in the workplace that person can be here today gone tomorrow for real to be honest as far or you can literally you don't have to really and kind of insert yourself into their environment Mm -hmm. when it comes to a friend or a family member that person may be around you all the time and so when they affect you in a toxic manner it just kind of blows things in a different it just kind of blows things in a different wind and it's just like what do I do in this predicament Mm -hmm. do I confront you do I get mad at you do I stop talking to you do I exit myself from our whole relationship you know what do you do in these things to kind of like I don't know to make yourself be more in a positive light I just know with me anytime I've had any type of toxic relationships when it comes to friendships or relationships I of course do what I can to sit up here and mend it because me I'm a peacemaker definitely I'm definitely a peacemaker so I'm not going to sit up here and just say bump you I'm not that type of individual but I will sit up here and try to do what I can to mend it and if what I can when what I did to try to mend it does not work, then, hey, I've lost several friends trying to mend a situation and they didn't want to necessarily, you know, mend the situation. Mm. So at that time, I'm not going to chase you. It just wasn't meant to be. Mm. And if it works out at the end, then, of course, it's great. But if it doesn't, then, you know, hey, you didn't need that negativity anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So how do you do you handle it differently or do you look at it the same way? Do you both do you both put them on the pedal stool like bump you and bump you, right. I, you know, regardless of who you really are to me? Right. Or do you just kind of get that person? Do you get that person a little bit more benefit of the doubt because they are your friend, and your family member? Or I is it the opposite? I definitely think how you were saying as far as like 
with the work environment, okay, you can't control that. Yeah. Those people were there before I got there. They're going to be there possibly after I leave. Or they may come in after me. So it's like I can't really navigate that or control that. But I can control my personal space, what I do on the weekends, how I celebrate holidays, vacations, you know. And I think what becomes more difficult is that necessarily if – when we talk about friends level, if it's not your friend, but that they bring someone else to the table who is toxic, you know, got you a friend by oh contact gosh, yes, that's, that's or context rather. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But when it comes to friends versus family, I do feel like there's a tier, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like some people who didn't grow up with a probably strong based family, they kind of have a lot of friends who they yeah. consider family. So they may not have a distinguisher there, but yeah, I did kind of grow up with a, a pretty strong family. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had cousins outside mm-hmm. of my friends yeah. and aunts and uncles. So I do feel like there there is a, I want to say caveat, but just a certain, oh, it's just them when mm-hmm. it comes to family. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have to spend Easter and Christmas and yeah. Thanksgiving with those particular people who are, would be considered toxic if they yeah. weren't your family. Yeah. You kind of characterize it as, oh, that's just them. That's how they always have been. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to get past it. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at them because, you know, we always got to love them. Yes. You know, it, it's just that's so, so weird true. how that's last so names and, you know, bloodline can kind of make you see past certain mm-hmm. characteristics and certain things. And you know what's so crazy with us getting older you know, you you may have had heard your parents say little comments about maybe your aunt or uncle. Yeah. And no particular order, cousin, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to see it when yeah, you're older. Yeah, when you're, you're older. Like, and you're just like, that's about. true. That's yes. who they really are. Yes. When you're younger, you're just like, what? You know, they're like, the coolest not thing auntie, ever. Not, right? Yeah, not what this person. Right, yeah. exactly. So it's like, I think that you just have to be careful with your energy and your space regardless of where you are. But I do feel like there's a certain caveat that you kind of give when it comes to family. Now, That's true. Friends, it depends with me. So oh, yeah. Is there a, di- like, how would you distinguish that? Because, I mean, friends. Pick them up, put them down. Yeah, I know, I know. It's <laughs> like, That's what she does. It's like this longevity yeah. matters. Like, as far as, like, your kind of, I guess, um, tolerance for it. If someone's been in your life for 20 years versus you just met someone. It does. Someone to me, it does. Like, Cause I feel like if you've been in my, if you've been in my corner in my circle for say, for instance, since I was a little girl and we're still riding this wave, Mm -hmm. if you, if you do something to me, um, that I, you know, that's kind of toxic or you present something to me in a toxic manner, I'm definitely going to be more affected by it. Cause I'm just like, shoot, we've been riding this way for a minute now right. and this is how, and this is what you do or this right. is what you say or whatever. So it, it hurts me in a, in a, a different, different place in my yeah. heart. And it's just like, wow, like were we only friends because of the longevity yes. or were you really my friend? Yes. And so like sometimes that kind of gets you just like, whoa, like you kind of have to step outside of the, the 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 length of the time that you've mm-hmm. been friends and actually look at the friendship the person for who they are mm-hmm. who, or who they have oh become. yeah that's true because we're going to change and transition as we continue that's to get older. true it's so funny because did you ever look at your parents and be like 
why y'all have no friends like yes oh oh my gosh (laughs) now girl you hit home there when i sit up here grew up i'm like my mom and daddy never really had no No. friends my mom and daddy they best friends you know so like like no i'm real this is real talk like my mom and daddy are their best friends together they don't have no friends and i always used to wonder i'm like why y'all really ain't got no friends like why y'all don't hang out with people and i always just think that was weird like what's wrong with y'all but like looking at it sometimes like just because you were friends back in the day doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be friends till the end of time and so you know some people are grown to be apart and some people just kind of grow apart and so it's just like you know I love you for who you are, whatever, or may not love you for who you are. But at at the point now in our lives, we're just kind of better apart. Right. And you have to understand that sometimes. Um, and it is kind of hard because when you are friends with somebody for so long and they do something negative or you do something negative to them and they, you know, disown you or whatever, right. then it's like, you know, it does, <laughs> it does kind of, it does hurt. To me, I know it hurts. It does. It does hurt. It does. Oh, I forgot. I miss put put them up. No, no. <laughs> she literally put her hands up, guys. It hurts. Guys. Whoever BB was friends with a woman, I'll just play. I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, I mean, this conversation, first of all, is not about one particular person. This is oh, about not a at all. culmination of yes. things we have, I guess, experienced throughout yes. life. So whoever's listening, yo, they're oh, like, oh, they're talking please. about me. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, if that's the way no. you take it, maybe right. we are talking Her about you, you know, right. But at the same time, yo, it's not about you. Not like, at all. Get out your feelings, get out yourself. Exactly. You're not the only person I've met and known. No, <laughs> no, no. But I just think that it's so important to understand that people change and that yeah you know so i think that friends happen and we'll get back to family a little bit later because family is just different dynamic because you're mm-hmm. going to give some kind of excuse as to why their behavior mm-hmm. is the way it is. i mean it just is what it is but yep. when it comes to friends and somebody you don't necessarily have to hang out with your friend dynamic may change based on how you navigate your life mm-hmm. so you know it's certain friends that i was friends with in the high school that i may not engage with you know mm-hmm. currently in yeah, my current state. for sure and it's no you know boo or downside to them yeah. or to me it's just that you know you could just go different places in your this different, is true different life so i think that we need to distinguish that factor out of toxicity because mm-hmm. you may not be a toxic person but you just wasn't going in the direction that i was exactly that's into. so true though that's so true because like friendships may not end on a toxic level yeah they may end on it just you grew apart level and so just because you grew apart from somebody doesn't mean that you are toxic for that individual and so like we just want to distinguish that and make sure that's clear because again like growth is a is a good thing um and just because you and that person were not going in the same direction doesn't mean that you won't meet paths again um it's just that during that season or during that time within your lives you guys weren't meant to be together because no, you was over here totally and you were over here. And like exactly. some people just don't know how to, um, I guess, you know, mend both worlds. Yeah. Um, because again, some people are just totally doing something totally opposite. Well, if you think about the essence of a friend, it's a certain connection. So yeah. if I no longer connect with you in that certain regard, like I know when I first moved back home. So I had certain people that I hung out with and we were cool. Mm-hmm. Because we're both on that same tip, you know, single, want to yeah, go out. Exactly. You know, that's what connected us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if one of us were to go to school, if one of us were to get yep. married, we no longer have that connection of mm-hmm. going out. Exactly. So we don't have, have that commonality. That's true. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's just an involvement of just mm-hmm. going in separate directions and yes, trying to do that different involvement. things. 
But when it comes to a particular toxic friend, I think that it has taken me like I've had, you know, several instances where I didn't recognize it on the onset. But mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said earlier, the beauty of getting older is that you recognize things before. Yep. Beforehand. Like, I've seen this before. I've mm-hmm. seen this action before. I've seen this yeah. reaction yeah. before. Like, exactly. It's just a play over. It's funny how life is because there's only so many people on earth. So if you've already established that this person is toxic or they don't have my best interest, when mm-hmm. I see it again, it's, it's very easier to spot. Oh, true. And best interest can mean a lot of things. Best interest could be jealousy. Oh, yeah. Best interest could be a liar. Uh, the, the the best interest could be the whole, you know, I envy you, but yet I don't know how to sit up here and I, take that. Exactly. Um, you know, things, it's a lot of different things can be comprised into that whole, you know, uh, the whole level of toxicity within a friendship, um, you know, different things about like, Hey, you know, I, I really want, I, you know, I'm really your friend. At least I think I'm your friend, right. but yet when you do great things, I'm hating on you. Is that on the low? On the low. It may not be overt. It's right. Covert. It's like the little exactly. nuances. Like, you know, you saying you're going to do something and a little mm-hmm. shade coming. Yep. You know, it's so funny. I saw the memes. My friends do this all the time and I don't feel like we're shady, but we'd be like your little party, your little celebration, <laughs> yes. your little car. I mean, it's just like the that whole right. little factor, but it's just funny because when it comes from certain other people, though, you look mm-hmm. at it like, what It you just mean? depends on that person, those people's dynamics because because within y'all dynamics, you know, that's cool. Y'all understand. Y'all that's have understanding, definitely. but if somebody else outside of your dynamic comes in there and sits up here and, you know, uh, rains on your parade, like, right. oh, your little degree that yes. you got. Like, wait a minute. Yes. Like, who are you? But, you know, when a friend says that, but yet they put emphasis on it, like you're not doing anything, but you've obtained A, B, and C, it kind of hurts even more sometimes because it's just like, well, wait a minute. Like, aren't you supposed to be happy for me? Aren't you supposed to be my friend? You're supposed to be a friend to me, but yet you're not happy for my successes. And to me, any, any friend who is not happy for your, about your successes is not truly a friend to me. Um, cause they can be, you can have an associate, you can have a friend and you can have a true friend to me. And associates are people who, you know, you hang around with by context or, you know, just cool, whatever. Um, a friend is somebody that, you know, has your back or whatever. Well, no friends might not have all the time, but can have your back or whatever (laughs) (laughs) can have your back and are, are, you know, happy for you. And you hang out, you have the same, you have similarities and, and, and like-minded folks. A true friend is somebody who's literally down for you, who rides for you, who celebrates your successes, who goes out their way to celebrate your successes, Mm -hmm. who, you know, at, at any given point, regardless if you're down up or around, they're going to be there for you. Um, and some people I feel like, as I get older, don't necessarily know how to be a friend or don't know what And everybody's definition of a true friend is different. Um, so again, people can have to figure that out. Um, so just because that person was just like, well, I wasn't hating on you, but you see it as hate, then therefore there's a disconnect. So therefore you have to figure out like, okay, well, how can we mend this to make this a better friendship? Or maybe I shouldn't joke on that level. Exactly. That's the same. Like you, you may be a little more sensitive than, you know, exactly. So you have to figure out, and again, that's where communication comes into play. Like you have to be vocal to that person and say, Hey, you know, I didn't like how you said that to me. Yes. You know, I didn't appreciate you sitting up here and knocking me for the little, you know, I thought you were supposed to be happy for me. And once you have that communication and they are accepting to it and they acknowledge it. 
then that's great. I feel like that's a that's a that deepens the relationship. It does if that I deepens have relationship. An honest conversation with yep. how you made me feel, and you willing to accept it without, I guess, putting negative emphasis on it or saying, you know, this, that, and the third about me calling you out on it. Yeah, that is a that is a friend. Mm-hmm. But the one that gets mad and blows up about it, that's not your friend. It's not your friend because they're not even willing to accept how you made them feel. Yeah, I so, agree. I mean, I just. I don't know. I think when dealing with toxic friends, it's a lot easier for me to kind of part ways versus, you know, pick them up, put them down. Yeah. Remember that, (laughs) y'all. Definitely. Because you don't necessarily have to have them in your life. That's true. That's what I I literally have told people that before. Like, you know, I'm not and I'm not saying I'm sitting up here, you know, uh, excited about it or 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 anything like that. I'm just saying I've lost friends in my day. And, you know, um, for whatever reason, you know, we're not necessarily friends, but hey, that's okay. I've gained a lot of friends along my way as well. So it's just like, just because you lose friends doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's all about the growth within individual selves. Um, And so like, again, you'll pick them up and you put them down. And then again, most adults really don't have that many friends anyway. Like friends. They have a lot of associates. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But a lot of friends, Friends. not so much. Somebody come over at least once a month. Exactly. So it is am. It just, it doesn't have to. So how do you distinguish though, between like a toxic friend Mm -hmm. and someone that's just going through something? I feel like if some, I don't know, that's kind of hard sometimes because like you can become toxic because you are going through something. Exactly. So what do you do with that? Yeah. It's like, what do you do? Like, I feel like if you, if that person is truly a, a, been a good friend to you, then when that person is going through a, a toxic point in their life, then I feel like you should try to help them. Mm. You should try to figure out what is, causing the toxicity within their lives and see if you can mend it. And if you can't just be there for that person and you don't have to sit up here and say, I'm not your friend anymore and put Mm -hmm. you all the way down, but you may just have to put them to the side for now Mm -hmm. until they get out of their hole because some people are not very receptive to help. And if they're not receptive to help, therefore you may not be able to help them in the way that they need to be helped. So therefore you may have to put them, you may be like, can't deal with you today right i can't deal with you tomorrow because you have other priorities exactly because you got only you got things in your life that you're dealing with so you may not necessarily know how to help that person because of course you've never been there you can't relate you know a lot etc etc exactly i don't have time you know because you know right now i told you how to do things or what you should do but you keep doing the same thing and but you have to realize when that happens people are going to do things and learn things on their own time. So you can't sit up here and pressure anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. And so once you realize that you put that person to the side, but you don't forget about them. You don't say, you don't say our friendship is over, but you just say, Hey, I'm gonna give you your time. Yeah. I'm going to give you time and let you do your thing. And then once you get about that spot, girl, no, I'm here. I'm here anytime. Hey, you know, we're going to catch this drink or whatever, you know, ask me to come over. But right now I think you need your space, but I'm not going to give you total space where it's like, oh, I just left you because that's a difference where you can sit up here and say, I give you space and I give you too much space and I forgot about you. And you were in your lowest of lowest point and you forgot about me. Definitely. So there. Yeah. As a friend, you still have to be there when mm-hmm. someone is going through something because you want someone there exactly. if you're going through it. So I, yeah. I understand that. I understand that. I think it would mostly to me be based on the overall character of the person. If I feel like you were a toxic individual before then, then you went through something, you know, that's a lot. 
Yeah. Versus you being a genuine person, a genuine friend mm-hmm. at first, and then you go through something. Yeah. That's totally different. That's true. But I think that we hit on a lot of good topics today, and I hope that people can relate and just yeah. associate their lives with what has gone through. Because I know, I mean, when I talk with me and my friends, there's a certain instance, certain, I guess, occasions that come up in life. Like, life is just so crazy that just true. You, you can ap- appeal to the different I guess side effects of it because I mean, unfortunately, bad things happen. Bad things do happen. It can change your whole demeanor to it, but it can. I just feel like overall, you being a toxic person or you being a toxic family member, friend, you still have to come back to this core of genuine person for me mm-hmm. to deal with you. That's true. That's true. We'll have to sit up here and talk about the whole family toxicity on um, maybe like a part two episode of toxicity um, because family toxicity can be even worse. It can. (laughs) It can because you you have to deal with them. Like that's my family. Yes. That can be even worse. And that's not getting into the intermediate of mom or dad or brother. Oh, yeah. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing that can just escalate and manipulate, you you know, multiply. Yeah. So that's a whole nother that's a part two episode that we're probably going to have to get into and hopefully Joey can join us um, on that episode. Um, So before we wrap it up, of course, we're going to hit you with a good quote. And so our quote for um, this episode is sometimes there are things in life that aren't meant to stay. Sometimes change may not be what we want. Sometimes change is what we need. Mm. Okay. So just keep that in mind whenever you're having toxic persons within your environment. Just know um, that it is a season and they won't be there forever. Um, And then there's different ways that you can handle and deal with toxic people within your life, regardless if it's it's in your work environment, at home, in your personal life with your friends and your family. So just know it's not necessarily something that you have to have in your life, but it's something that you can change within your life Mm. and those persons can be gone. Mm. Okay. So just think about those toxics in the environment as far as like chemistry is concerned, because all of it goes back to science. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you don't want those toxins on your body and in your food. So why would you want those toxics in your life? Um, Okay. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you got some good tips. But before we go, where can they follow us um, on social media, Spunky? They can follow us on IG, Globe Ladies. Gugh. (laughs) <laughs> Did I say it right? Oh, Lord. I feel like she's like spitting. <laughs> Why she's saying this, y'all? Why the white microphone off? Like, it's like, <laughs> like, where? What? Oh, Gugh. my gosh. Wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. wait. Gugh. No. <laughs> just say it then. But anyway, just make sure you follow us on Glow Up Ladies on IG and then. I haven't had any, we haven't had anybody contact us on email, but we really want y'all to contact us because we need, right. Just, Hey, we're listening. We love your show. We hate your show. Y'all suck. Y'all are great. You know, whatever you want to give us as well as give us some feedback as far as like, what else you want us to talk about? Because again, sometimes we just don't know what to talk about anymore. And we definitely want to appease you guys. So please, please um, send us an email at contact at heyglowupladies.com again contact at heyglowupladies.com and we are on twitter i just have to post a little bit more we'll get that we'll get that together whatever just just you know you know hey 
But IG is popping though. IG is popping. Go up, ladies. Okay. Thank you guys for taking your thrift. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm gonna wrap it up. You know you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you next time.